Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I believe we had a very good Christmas. Yes. And it was not just the ladies doing all the job at Christmas. Am I right? Yeah. Well. well, let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for the joy of Christmas. And we thank you because you called us to put our trust in you, to keep our eyes on you. We pray that you will help us to see you in your word as we look into it this morning. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Uh, now, there is a story which I would like to tell us today. The story actually is from the Bible that is read to us uh, this morning by Brian. And to tell this story, I would need the help of four people. Who is going to help me? Yes, come. Uh, four people. Yes, do you want to help me? Come. Elijah, please come. Oh, come on. I, I forgot her name. L.E.J. E.J. Come. Now, the four of you, I want you to sit down here. Sit down here for me, please. Great. Do you want to sit down? Sit down. Sit down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, now you listen to the story. I'm going to tell the story again and then I'll tell you exactly what I want you to do to help me. From the Bible reading which we read today, John chapter 6, we read from verse 14. And the Bible says, After the people saw the sign Jesus performed, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. You probably remember that we read about Jesus healing a man at the pool of Bethsaida in chapter 5 of the same uh, book of John. And in the, at the beginning of chapter 6, Jesus did something extraordinary. He fed 5,000. 5,000 people were fed by Jesus with just two loaves of bread and five fishes. Now, boys and girls, can I ask you a question? Can you make a guess? How many people do we have in the church this morning? 500. Good guess. How many people do you think we have in the church this morning? 50. Mm -hmm. And how many people do you think we have in the church this morning? 150. Good guess. I don't know how many we have. Do you want to make a guess? No? Okay. <laughs> That's fine. But Jesus did something which is very, very good. You can imagine food that is going to go around this congregation, everybody in the church. But that was what happened. And they saw what Jesus did. And in verse 14, they were looking for him because they want to make him king by force. Jesus knew that. And he withdrew to the mountain. And that actually is the same setter for the story which we want to consider today. Now, when evening came, the disciples went down to the lake where they got into a boat and set off across the lake for Capernaum. After everything that has happened where Jesus was, the disciples decided they were going to go across the lake to a place called Capernaum. Everybody, I want you to say Capernaum. Capernaum. I want you to say it louder with your own accent. Capernaum. Capernaum. 
Excellent. Don't mind my African accent. It's so strong, okay? Anyway, they were traveling to that side in a boat. And you can imagine after a long day for the disciple, they would have been very, very tired. It wasn't just a day trip. It was not about all they've done in the day, but they had a long night as well. And that leads me to the darkest night, which is in verse 16 to verse 18 of the Bible reading that we had this morning. It was a very long night. Now, ladies, I want you to tell me the truth. When you were preparing for the Christmas dinner, was it a long Christmas Eve or a long Christmas day? Both. Well, that is it. Both. It was a long Christmas Eve and a long Christmas day. And I'm sure the men are there to help you. Anyway, for this disciple, after serving 5,000 people, can you imagine that? Serving 5,000 people, they had to embark on a journey, the journey of more than two hours. And they were sailing. Yes, they were fishermen. They know how to sail. But this was in the evening. They were very, very tired. It was a long night for them because while they were on the boat, something happened. There was wind. The wind blew and the waves were very, very high. The tide was so high, it's going to be... Uh, Something that would be, uh, it is terrifying, and they were hoping, I mean, they know that this is a problem. But when the night, but now it was dark, and Jesus had not yet joined them. The Bible says in verse 18, a strong wind was blowing, and the waters grew rough. Boys and girls, when wind is blowing, what does the wind say? Or what do you hear when the wind is blowing very hard? Louder. Okay, church, do you want to help Elijah? I want to hear the sound of the wind blowing from the east to the west. One, two, go. I believe the wind in Northern Ireland sounds louder than that. <laughs> so I want to hear it louder. The wind blowing from the east to the west. One, two, go. That was a very terrifying thing. Disciples were so afraid. They were so afraid of the wind and the waves. They thought they were going to die. But for us today, after all the good Christmas time that we've shared with family, sometimes the evening comes when things are really, really down for us. Sometimes we are terrified with situations, the real situations of life. Sometimes we think about that sickness that is in our body. Yet, we smile as if we are well. Sometimes we think about the family, we think about the problem which we have left. You know, uh, we try to forget about it at Christmas, but now the Christmas is over. And we're now focusing on those things. The disciples, when evening came, they had a very bad experience. And it was not in the day, it was actually when it was dark. The longest and the darkest night of their life. But while they were fearful and they were terrified about things that surround them, Jesus was not there with them in the boat. 
and all of a sudden they saw someone walking on the sea. They saw Jesus walking on the sea. Now I need you to help me to answer this question. Who can walk on the sea? Can you walk on water? No. Can you walk on water? No. How about you? No. Can you walk on water? Anybody in the church now? I don't know how to swim, so don't ask me if I can walk on water. <laughs> anybody in the church, can anyone here walk on water? No. No. Nobody can walk on water. And the disciples knew this. But they saw a man walking on water. And that is even more terrifying. And that leads me to my second point. Fear at night. They saw Jesus coming to them on water. And actually they thought this must be a ghost. No one can do this. But Jesus did it as a sign to show that he has power and authority over everything that has been created. Can you imagine Jesus was walking on something that is terrifying to the disciples. The disciples saw the wind and the waves. But here is a man who is walking technically on the waves and the water. And who else can do this? Except someone that David sang about in Psalm 107 verse 23. David sang about God, the Lord that created everything. He created the sea. He created the land. He created the water. He made the sea to roar. He made the wind to blow. And the Bible says in Psalm 107 that it shows the wind. And the storm. And Jesus showed this that he has the same power as God. He's showing and giving them a sign that he is God. But when they saw Jesus, what did Jesus tell them? Jesus said something in verse 20. But he said to them, it is I, don't be afraid. Something greater than their problem was what they saw. And the man that was walking on water told them, don't be afraid. It is I. It is the same message for us this morning. That thing that seems frightening to us, that situation that seems terrifying to us, here is Jesus, King Jesus, walking on those things as if they meant nothing. And he told the disciples, don't be afraid, it is high. So as you march on this year, in the year 2020, the new year, as you start it, don't be afraid is the message that God is having for us. And after that, the disciples did something that is very, very remarkable. They asked him into the boat. Do you see that from the story? They asked Jesus to come into the boat. And that is something we should do tonight, I mean this morning. We need to ask Jesus into the boat of our life, into the journey that we want to make. Because that is the only time that we will have peace. Because the Bible recorded that 
When Jesus said to them, don't be afraid, it is I, verse 21, then they were willing to take him into the boat, and immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. Immediately, the boat reached the shore where they were heading. They got to their destination. Problem was over, solved. And this is what Jesus can do. This is what Jesus is telling us that he is the king that rules over nature and everything that he has created. But something happened. After this has been, uh, after Jesus did this, we, we read in verse 23 that the next day the crowd that had stayed on the opposite shore of the lake realized that only one boat had been there and that Jesus has not entered it with his disciples. Some people came to the lake after the night, and this led us to the brightest morning, the last point in this talk. People came in the morning, they were not there when it was difficult, but when it was the brightest morning, they came to the shore, and what did they come to do? They realized Jesus is not there, his disciples were not there, but they did something. They went across the sea during the day, when things are easy. They went across the sea to Capernaum in search of Jesus. But the Bible makes us realize that they went for the wrong reason. Because the next verse, which we, which we did not read in verse 25 of the same chapter, it says, when they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Why were they looking for Jesus? They were looking for Jesus because of the food that he gave them, because he fed the 5,000. That was why they were looking for him. Why do you always say, Mommy, how are you doing? Are you keeping well? Is it because she cooks good dinner? Yes. The same thing with the crowd. They were looking for Jesus because he fed them and they had their fill. But Jesus wants us to respond like the disciples, not like the crowd. We should look for him for the right reason. The disciples asked Jesus, they let him in into their boat. And there was peace. And they reached the shore. Are we going to do the same thing this morning? As we journey in the new year, will you let Jesus in into your boat? Will you realize and listen to that still voice that says, it is I, do not be afraid. Will you put your trust in me? After seeing the sign of the creator, the king that walk on sea, that walk on everything he has created, will you put your trust in me and believe him? Let us pray.